Again, in worship today, we encounter that fiery figure of John the Baptist. This time, though, he's not on the shores of the River Jordan, baptizing people, calling all people to repentance. No, now he is languishing in prison, put in prison by Herod Antipas, who was the ruler of Galilee and Perea, as the closing verse from last Sunday's gospel lesson told us. You see, John had spoken truth to authority and to power in calling Herod out for having taken his brother's wife for himself. And the result is John is thrown into prison. And eventually, he would be executed by Herod. Truth can sometimes be a great inconvenience to those who are in positions of power and authority, whether in Herod's day or our own. And those in authority can sometimes go to great lengths to suppress the truth as well as to brutally silence those who dare to speak it. And yet, and yet even from prison, John remains at work in his God-given prophetic ministry. His devoted disciples carry word from him to Jesus with a very specific question. Are you the one who is to come? Or shall we look for another? You see, John serves as the bridge between the promises in the Old Testament about God sending a Messiah and the fulfillment of those promises in Jesus, who is that promised Messiah. So our Advent preaching series, Who is Jesus?, continues today under the theme, Son of Fulfillment. May the Lord's rich and abundant blessing rest upon the preaching and the hearing and the living of his word for Jesus' sake. This third Sunday in Advent sometimes goes by its old Latin name, Gaudete, meaning to rejoice. And that's what we heard several times in several places in the scripture lessons for today. The Old Testament prophet Zephaniah spoke to the people of his day and across the generations he speaks to our day as well. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He's cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. And our friend Paul the Apostle in the epistle lesson begins it by saying, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. We live in a world where there is every reason not to rejoice, where bad news is always before us, where scandal, injustice, corruption rule the day. Why should we then rejoice? Because God calls us to. And this becomes a conscious decision, a choice on the part of God's people in the midst of difficult and trying situations and circumstances in life to rise above them and to rejoice. We rejoice 
not because of all of the beautiful decorations and the lights of this season. We rejoice, not because of gifts that'll be under the tree. There it is, <laughs> over on that side. Or all the holiday gatherings and the gift giving. All of these things are wonderful, no question. But they cannot be the foundation of why we are rejoicing. If they are, our rejoicing and our faith is as fleeting and fickle as the weather. We will be like the wind blowing this way and that way in constant, irregular, and infirm. My friends, our rejoicing is not in the superficial things of this season. Our rejoicing is not in the passing pleasures of the world around us. Our rejoicing is in Jesus, the son of fulfillment. He is the one who has come to make good on all of God's promises that God himself would send, that mighty deliverer, the savior, the anointed one, the Messiah, who would rescue and redeem us from the age-old condemnation of eternal death and night, of separation, of fear, of isolation, not only from one another, but from God himself. This downward, deathward spiral of futility of life apart from God, all of that has been broken and shattered through this Jesus, through his life and ministry, through his suffering and death and resurrection. It's in prison that John himself is choosing to rejoice. He had every reason not to. But in prison, he sends word to Jesus to confirm, to check in. And it is in prison that John surely recalled when he himself baptized Jesus at, there at the River Jordan, the heavens being split asunder, the Holy Spirit descending in the form of a dove, the Father's voice affirming, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. From prison, John had heard all the reports of what Jesus had been doing, what he had been saying. So for John, he must ask this question, are you the one who is to come? Or shall we look for another? Note that Jesus doesn't directly answer John's question. He doesn't say, yes, I am. No, I'm not. He says, look at what I'm doing. See the works which I am performing. See the fruits of my ministry, and you decide. He tells those messengers, go, tell John what you've seen and heard. The blind receive their sight. Who can do that? The lame walk, lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and good news is preached to the poor. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. The full revelation of who Jesus is as that promised Messiah has not yet come. The time has not yet arrived for that to go public.
But Jesus is saying that he is that son of fulfillment through the promise made by the Lord through Isaiah. Then shall the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. This is who Jesus is. This is what Jesus is showing forth through his miracles of healing. If we want something to rejoice about, we need look no further than this. But note those closing words of Jesus to John's disciples. They are convicting. Blessed is the one who is not offended by me. That word offended originally meant a trap, something that would make people stumble and fall. But why would we be offended by Jesus? He came only to do good, right? What's he talking about? It is true, Jesus came only to do good, but when the pressure is on us to conform to the world and through our words and actions to deny the truth and the validity of Jesus, what will we do? You see, at some point, each and every one of us will be at that critical crossroads by our actions or our inactions by what we say or what we do not say, we may well convey to others that we are, in fact, offended by Jesus. This season of Advent is a call to repentance, my friends, to do an about-face and to come before the Lord with hearts that are broken because of sin. May the Holy Spirit inspire in us true repentance so that our words, so that our actions may be that living witness to Jesus. John the Baptist was not some pampered yes man who told people what they wanted to hear, saying this thing to that group and that thing to this other group, bending back and forth like some plant stalk blowing in the wind. No, quite the opposite. People flocked to John because he spoke the unvarnished truth of God's word. God's own truth. After some 450 years of silence, the Lord God had now raised up his prophet. And Jesus makes clear that John is that fulfillment of God's promise in the final words of the final book of the Old Testament. Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will pre prepare your way before you. John is that messenger. But John is the last of the old order. He did not live to see the fulfillment of God's promises in Jesus. But we have. We have in faith 
seeing who Jesus is as the Messiah, the Deliverer, the Savior, in faith and in trust, we acknowledge Jesus to be Savior and Lord. And because of our faith in Jesus, the Son of Fulfillment, he tells us the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than John. Can we get our mind around that? <laughs> Do you consider yourself on a par with John the Baptist? I sure don't. But that is what Jesus tells us. Amazing, isn't it? You and I, imperfect, flawed creatures, stumbling in faith as we do, are greater than John the Baptist. And now, and now we wait and watch for that final fulfillment when Jesus, our Advent Savior, will come again to judge the world in righteousness, to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. And so we do indeed rejoice. Amen. Jesus, Son of Fulfillment, come quickly to save us. Amen.